and welcome to Amasek and Architect, a Age of Darkness podcast. That's Horace Heresy, Age of Darkness, Chad, just in case. It is. It's dark and gloomy. There's treachery everywhere. Everywhere. I can't trust anyone. Can I trust you? Oh, I wouldn't. No, I definitely not. Alpha Legion player. Nope, absolutely not. I wouldn't even trust you salamanders. Well, yes, because I had to be a traitor. You did. You had to be. I had to be. Commas. So what are we going to be talking about today? Today we're going to be talking about some hobby, some new releases, and a little thing we like to call the Siege of Rylax City. Oh yeah. We so, went down to Rylax City. We did. Or well, technically we went up. The grass was not green. Um, and the, the girls were not pretty. What girls? I mean. Exactly. In the in the grim darkness of the far future. I mean, there was, it's, it's to not, be fair, there was no civilians. Space Marines aren't shacking up with anyone. Absolutely not. Not in their downtime. No. There was no downtime. It was a ruined city. Yeah. Um, yes. The, the civilians have been evacuated. Which is nice. Yeah. Very nice. I think so. I mean, I didn't see any. Well, I was board. finding the hab blocks at one point, so... Yes. I would have wanted to I was move. in a garden. I was... I didn't see... I mean, some animals may have been injured, sadly. Ah, the zoo. Yeah. The zoo of Rylax. It was, it was univer- well, universally renowned. Hmm. But sadly... They had more. one giraffe. Not a real one. A taxidermied. And it probably wasn't even a giraffe by 30k standards. I mean, true, actually. What would it even be in? Yeah. Who knows? But it was special. It was special to Rylax. It was special to the, to the, to the galaxy at large. And uh, sadly... And it was destroyed by harsh and bitter fighting. By heinous, heinous traitors. Yeah. So, before we get into this poor destruction of this sweet, sweet giraffe... What have you been hobbying, mate? Why? <laughs> I have not burned myself out on painting before the event. Um, Spoiler. Yeah. But I've kind of... I'm still enthused about painting at the moment, so I'm mostly doing little bits here and there. I'm finishing off my Spartan. I've got it to the point where it needs glossing, but I need to do that with the airbrush. Um, and then I'm trying little bits here and there. I'm trying... I'm trying to see if I can do a, a different recipe for my green that doesn't involve several layers of airbrushing. So just having a bit of a bit of an experiment, really. Bit of a play. Yeah, a bit of a play, pottering around. What are you? Uh, what are you using for test models? Um, just some old um, Primaris stuff I had laying around. So, nice. Yeah. I mean, it's one use for them. Exactly. Um, I will eventually get rid of them somehow I don't know I might try and sell them yeah I'll same but I, I mean, yeah don't know how or if it's better to paint them I might paint them for like competitions yeah why not there's a challenge in Aldershot for painting stuff but I don't know if it's a get it in the cabinet style challenge oh what at the local game show yeah I was asking about it on the Facebook group and I think last month was just blue Paint something blue was the challenge, so. So it goes? Yeah. Uh, but I think I might do that with them. I'm looking forward to the time when I can paint to paint rather than paint to, to have to. Exactly, paint. yeah. That's what I wanted to do, paint for the sake of painting. So I've been doing a bit of that. Nice. Yeah, it's nice. been good. And then you go back to your Spartan after that? Yeah, I'll um, when I have the time to do it on, on mass. Yeah, and yeah. I can do a big airbrush in one go sort of thing. Yeah, That's yeah. That's the plan. Makes sense. Makes sense. 
Um, what have I been up to? I, well, I have done very little this week, uh, as in the week of recording, or should I say the week before the week of recording, uh, because I am a little bit blah after all the painting I've done. Um, I did do a satin varnish over the armour of my armages and my knight to seal in to basically reset what's there so they're all as they are um, but on the way to Rylax City I was yes furiously painting mm-hmm. so I painted you were still assembling at the table on the Friday when we got there uh, I was only because they'd broken in transit um, so yes but that was a last minute the morning of our travel I was just sticking things together mm. so yes um, <laughs> but I painted three armages and a knight and uh, yeah it was it was pretty good they're all they're all up to weathering stage now so I've got to do some chipping some weathering I've got to touch up some of the trim on the inner side I was using uh, Miles's of Little Legends Guide to do some of the different ways of using golds and metals so it's not actually using any highlighting it's like pre doing pre-highlights and shades but the problem with that i found is when i was at such a batch level using the liquid uh what's it called the liquid mask mm-hmm. it was basically by the time you got to the next level of but the next model so far along x number an hour or so later it was so difficult to remove it uh, so or even apply it in a way that wasn't just constantly clogging up everything I was using right so there's a lot of that, that I need to redo which meant that there's a lot of that method that kind of gets diminished because you have to repaint something and you've lost the the differences in the shades because I see okay you've like yeah so there's a lot of like backwards and forwards and I'm gonna have to faff them especially the armages with the small side panels and stuff but yeah, so that's the next thing. You had a bit of a faff near with it, did you? I absolutely had a rant about it, yeah. Right. At a Wednesday casserole. Of a situation, it was, yes, it wasn't wasn't great. So I kind of stuck there, but I'm kind of, and also got to finish off the bases that I'd done. Um, experimented with some weathering powders. They are a nightmare, <laughs> in a way, um, because I hadn't realised how much, how little you actually need, because I was trying to cover some big bases with Slapping them. it on, were you? Yep, slapping it on and it just goes everywhere and when it does go everywhere it gets on everything and just stays there. So I've, yes, um, you don't need as much. Also they were pre-magneted and obviously... Magneted? The, the, my bases. So I'd obviously put base, I put magnets in the bases. And that's, yes, that is, uh, yeah. Um, it embiggens every... every oh, child. yes. Um, and it's the... It's a perfectly cromulent word. <laughs> It really is magneted because they're obviously filings off of of some kind of metallic materials. Get that red iron, I'd imagine, some kind of iron base. They were clumping where the magnet points are because ah. they are magnetic. So yes, it was like, oh god, I didn't need this at whatever time at night I was trying to put all this together. <laughs> um, so yes, and that was just creating bases using the cold paint uh, tutorial. Right. So. Yeah, word to the wise there. You need far less than you think you do. And if you can have a hermetically sealed environment, that also helps. <laughs> but uh, so No wind. No wind whatsoever. Or, yes, um, yeah, lino everywhere. No carpet would be my uh, my suggestion. So, yeah, uh, so I'm kind of in this situation where I'm stuck in terms of not stuck, but there's sort of a lot of things to do 
but my incentive is kind of diminished by because the project's over and the event's over and also it's very bitty and I've got to remember where exactly I am for each one of doing it well yeah the longer you leave it though the harder it will be to pick back up it so will be. It will I think be. you just need a time to do a bit of a batch and even if it's just maybe one or two layers in a in a two hours or something yeah I think I'm just going to have to start maybe maybe even just re revert back to doing one whole model as opposed to doing like factory mech I kind of prefer doing one model at a time because you see the progress quicker. Yeah. And you, I find I get into it a bit more than having to do it across. I think five is like maybe a maximum that I like to do in one go. Mm -hmm. But yeah, depending on how much time you can dedicate to it, but you are so nearly finished. Yes. So it's... Um, yeah, but this is also the stage where I, I've completely fall off the wagon. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I, yeah, just I would say try and keep some momentum, even if it's okay. So it needs this, this, and this. Just do the first thing. Yeah. And then you can put it down. So as you're not burning yourself out. And I think after a little bit, you might find that you're like, okay, I've done this. It's a few more things. I'll just do that. And yes. then you get, you know. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, the problem is, of course, is that there's all the other projects you want to do now yes. on the horizon slash... You definitely need a bit of a palette cleanser. Like, I just painted a random blue Primaris Reva thing just for the sake of doing something different. One model to completion was mucking around with, you know, doing the, the old school washing method of mixing gloss and normal and then... Wow. Yeah. I think that works really well. I picked that up somewhere from one of the heavy metal painters is what they were doing and it does work well. It's, uh, it would have been in Matt, I want to say Steel Matt's. Talons. The Steel, Iron Ravens? Iron Ravens. One's all metal. Yeah. All silver. With the chapter. blue and the red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll keep hold of that gloss, mate. They don't make it anymore. No. So. But then I think the new wash recipe is more glossy. Okay. I believe. Okay. Um, so and that's what a, a combination of both non-oils gloss and normal and non-gloss yeah yeah, yeah. Um, for the listeners yeah yeah so I've got plenty of that to keep me going across all three of the washes the main mm -hmm. ones I don't know if, was there ever a sepia gloss there probably was there was yes we have we, you have some of that as well I gave you some of that when we when we had oh, it oh do I yeah I gave mm. you half of remember we shared a gloss I've got Reekland for, uh, Reekland oh maybe that's what I'm thinking and then Cryptek is another one there's only two and then there was Cryptek yeah Maybe there is any two. Maybe it isn't. I'm pretty sure it's known oil and, and... Well, if there was one, I don't have it. But I have glosses of the Cryptek, Reekland, Nuln, okay, and Agrax Earthshade. Got you. Well, Miles from the Legend swears by Cryptek. That's what's used on that to create the shading on the uh, metals. Oh, I see. Um, yeah. But again, you can't get it anymore. Oh. But it's even better with gold. Right. Because there's a slightly purple tinge to it. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh. So yeah, worth uh, worth keeping hold of that mate. It's worth yeah. worth its weight in paint, as they say. I don't know who they are, but the... someone said it once. Yeah. And you've held on to it. Oh, that's what I like about you. You hold on to these things. Thanks, mate. Like grudges. Yeah. Um. Cool. So, yeah. So that's that's sort of where we where I am with it. I am. I have another night to build. I have another idea for a third night to buy. Oh, here we go. 
Um, Here we go. But yes, we'll see how it goes. You'll be asking for bigger than 3,000 point games next, mate. No, I'll just run up with 3,000 points. That's it. I need one more armager and then I could do a whole 3,000, pretty much a whole 3,000 points. Of just knights? Just knights. No. Poor Alpha Legion, by yeah. the wayside. So Got to finish them as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's an even further step away from it already. I've got to start my Thousand Suns detachment as well. You do? So that's the whole thing. There's, I've got the little spray can. Oh, yeah? Yeah, of transparent red that was recommended to me by Dave. But yes, Tamia. And, but there's still a little part of me that wants to try the transparent green for them because they're working with salamanders. So instead go, of candy mate. red, candy green, I might do another test model. I mean, you're getting close to Christmas colours there, but yes, go for it. Well, yes, well, red and green, but if they were just green, but I don't know if that would work. You oh, got, you got green, haven't you? You got green. I, I bought the clear green for airbrushing. Yeah, just give, go for it. Yeah, I might try I on the cataphracty I was using from the original um, Age of Darkness box. I haven't really used them because I've, but got the fire drakes, so I've got my elite unit. Yeah, man, I think that'd be good. <clears throat> Go for it. Yeah, it will be interesting for sure. Or I might do it for my Salamanders librarian that I'm going to make from the Traitor librarian model I bought that's exclusive to Warhammer World. Nice. I need to assemble him and paint him, but I might make him candy green. He's going to be a... Uh, he will be, be the Salamander librarian of, of a version of an army that I will do. But yes, we're getting ahead of ourselves into dream lists. That's true. That's true. So we'll um, I'll stop rambling now, and we'll move on to uh, the next part of the podcast. And that's releases, because we're not going to spend a lot of time here, because it turns out that Warhammer uh, and Games Workshop do have uh, their own place where you can look at all this stuff and also buy it. Who'd afford it? So you don't need us to go for everything. But a few honourable mentions, Chad. Go give me an honourable mention. Um, I don't know if we mentioned it last time because I think it came out the day after we recorded, but Fulgrim is now out. Well, I mean, we definitely spoke about him. Oh, okay. Um, absolutely gorgeous model. We saw saw it in the cabinet. Just out of this world paint job. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant model. Pricey, but also it's big. Yeah. And... Cabanda is equally big and similarly priced, so he's more expensive. Cabanda, but like, it's like almost two hundred. It's two hundred and something. Right. Whereas I think Fulgrim is one seven five. Mm. Basically, he's almost. He's just a little bit over twice the price of a normal Fulgrim. Right. And he's definitely twice the model. Mm. Even in just just pure weight. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say, um, and the wings aren't as. They're a bit more thicker than than I think we were talking with someone and they commented. They were worried they'd be too fragile, but yeah. actually they don't look that fragile. Transporting will be a nightmare, I'm sure. But then, oh, they also mentioned magnetising. Magnetise the wings, and you can take them off and put them back on again. That's true. That's probably your best bet, if you can be bothered with that sort of effort. But yeah, great model, great paint job. Um, what else? The Traitor Champion is now out, or is still in pre-order? It was. I think it's out now. It's out now, yes, because it's sold mm. out, I'm pretty sure. Right, great um, model. Would yeah. definitely like one if I were to get some new Mark III, which I may do eventually. What else? We've had the White Scars 
Stormseer console. Mm -hmm. Great model. I love the single, singular eye lens, if you will, across the Mark VI helmet. Really like that style. But that kind of suits their... There's some old artwork, isn't there, where they're in Mark II and they've got the single bar. What, the white scars? Yeah, white scars. Oh, okay. Specifically them. I know um, Mark II in general have that single Yes, lens. that's true. Um, I was yeah. painting up one of mine that I traded with your brother. Oh, yeah. I was painting up him because I'm trying to do the darker green that's like their pre-Primark oh, yeah. colour. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and what else is coming? Well, Legionis Imperialis is upon us. Pre-order this Saturday that we are recording. So Yeah, um, so it will be out just before this episode airs. Yeah. Very, yeah. very exciting for this. There's a lot dropping. Did you have a chance to look at it? Um, Kratos is a separate from the main box, aren't they? They're coming. They're coming, yeah. Rhinos, Rhinos. individual squads. Basically, it looks like to buy a squad is to buy every miniature, every marine in that box is a in the main box is a box on its own right you get a mix of normal marines cataphracty and dreadnoughts in oh. one box of just like infantry yeah that's like the squad or like the detachment right. i even think and then obviously the solo auxilia version of mm. all the men yeah and then all the all the basically a the aeronautica stuff that was gone is now coming back it's now back yeah as well. and the titans have been reboxed as well titans knights but then new bases. Gone. Yeah. And also separately you can buy bases. Yes. To, to redo whatever, which actually might and be And scenery. And scenery. So it's really quite uh, mm. extensive. Yes, and we know that there's more on top of that as well. So Absolutely. Um we also know there's a campaign book on top of that because it was in the White Dwarf Art Core Red. Oh, okay. Um, which is where you'll get the drop pod rules, I think. Ah. So yeah. Oh, I wonder if they, they haven't announced little termite assault drills, have they? No, not that I'm aware of. Now, that would be interesting. So I spoke to Rupert about this, about that they're cheap on points, but they're expensive to buy because they're still resin. So will they get an update? I mean, I'd, yeah, it'd be great if they... It'd be yeah. Because that's a really cool way of coming in, right? Oh, yeah, very much so. I'd love to do a, a subterranean assault. Yeah. But I don't. you don't really see it because... Very few people have them. No, exactly. It's just a very expensive price point to come into. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We also have the um, Joy Toy of Dawn. Oh, yes. Lest we forget the Joy Toy of Dawn holding the Holy Hand Grenade. Of, of Dorniok. Which is, I've never known him to use. That's weird. I don't... I, are these popular? They must be. I mean, I guess so. They wouldn't be making them. They wouldn't be expanding the, the franchise if they weren't popular. Yeah. Because there's know. them and then there's McFarlane, right? I think McFarlane's like a lesser grade down. Yeah. Well, I've got, the, I've got the McFarlane Salamander and I, well, I might need to sell him, actually. He's all perfectly in his box. Um, and the the grey one, which I want to paint somehow at some point. Mm, that'd be fun. Yeah. But I don't know. I personally don't see the appeal, but there you go. I guess if you were an inferior... If it was a Vulcan... I'd be a bit more inclined, perhaps. Okay, maybe, yeah. I can see that. It's just because it's not my legion. But then if it was a... I'm sure if they up, carry on... I mean, Horus has got to be next, right? Oh, yeah. Get the two uh, I mean, the flagship legions right? yeah. Yeah, out the way. 
you'd imagine. Ascended or non-ascended? Probably ascended. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Joy toy. Let us know. Okay. Write <laughs> uh, in. Yeah. Uh, on a uh, yeah. <laughs> a stamped, stamped Write letters for your local MP. How big will the Horus <laughs> Joy toy be? <laughs> I need to know. Uh, before we move on, um, are you uh, intrigued by Imperialis? Are you going to get on the, the pre-order list? What, what are you thinking? No, I think I'm going to wait and see how the community find it and what the how people get on with playing the games and stuff like this. I'm just wary of potential big FAQs needing to come out. Okay. And be like, yeah, this is actually broken. And we need to do this instead. So I'm I'm tentative. That and I'm happy painting my twenty eight mil at the moment. I see. And space and that I have available to me. So it's a bit I don't need another box of stuff lying around at the moment. But yeah, I'll see. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I will definitely be going in. Yeah. Um yeah. I I love that scale. It's very good fun. And there's uh there's a lot a lot to do. If anything, just to uh, add to the, your bases of your Titans mm. for AT. Yeah, for sure. That would be interesting. Cool. Um, and then finally, there is the live stream of the World Championships that would have just gone by the time this podcast comes out. For sure. So there'll be a reveal. I'm leaning towards Plastic Solar Auxilia. It seems the most obvious one, right? It does. Um, if they did want to do Plastic Mark V armour... Please, fingers crossed. Um, a bit of a pipe dream. You know, it's only called heresy armour. Um, but there we go. But yeah, I reckon that's what it will be. Okay. I reckon you, yeah. I mean, I would also like a Dark Mechanicum would be an interesting one. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, what is there for Mechanicum? It's just... The standard Forge World stuff. Mm. Then you think they're both of... they're both equally expensive armies to have. So mm. Both of them would would really benefit from a plastic refresh. Yeah, because even if they just did plastic mechanicum, it allows converters to do stuff with, you know, that to make dark mechanicum. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. Even if it was yes, plastic standard mechanicum, and then rules for dark mechanicum mm. because there aren't any rules. Them. Oh, I see. So I mean, that could be a thing. There's new rules for Dark Knight, which is sort of the first which came out. Okay, and we've got rules for demons now. Yeah. But actual Dark Mechanicum as a force. And mm. even in the Mechanicum book, it does say that this is meant to be representative before this, before it all goes Right, okay. Wrong. So you'd think there would be a PDF yeah. release. This is like, them in the Crusade. Okay, that okay. so that will come. But yeah, I think that would come with Plastic Mechanicum potentially yeah but solar oak seems to be the thing they've already got the cad files yeah exactly we've got them small make them big yeah embiggen them embiggen them for certain so yeah that's that's my two cents i think yeah i'm gonna have to go with you on that one so Mm. we'll see what happens to this now when you can you listen back and go these absolute chuckleheads yeah for sure look at them with their pure hubris yeah well you know i'd like a surprise i'd like a surprise but i think that's the safe bet. Yeah, I'd love an actual army that no one's even considered. Yeah. Orcs. <laughs> no reason. Or Eldari. Or Eldar, I should say. Whatever. Yeah. Something absolutely weird. Black shields. Recreate the Great Battle of Valinor. Yeah. Um, who knows? Yeah. So, 
I mean, who knows? There might even be in the last the last book of Siege a whole new race that gets created that we don't even know about. Maybe that's it. Who knows? <laughs> that comes in and saves the day. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's like me. Gandalf coming in at the end of Two Towers. Yeah. Or, yeah. Exactly. To, uh, exactly. To save Helm's Deep. Mate, spoilers, come on. Cool. We will we'll put it close to that then. Okay, let's close that chapter. And then let's move on to... Or march it's upon closed. The I've closed the book. Thank goodness. Move on now. You can leave the book behind because we've now got to I've go... I've chucked it out of the window. It's gone. We've now got to go and make our way towards the walls of Brylex City. Ah, yes. You won't be needing books where we're going, Chad. Brylex City, the event... Team event at Warhammer World. Yes. Saturday, Sunday. Drove up on the Friday. Um... We met up with some great people up there who were very kind to enable us to make a team. Yeah. Another group of... To of, bolster the numbers. A really a great bunch of uh, people to help us up there. Yes. So, um, yeah, it was it was a good time, Chad. What are your first general feelings of the, of the weekend? It's really good. It was nice to be welcomed by our, our new friends. It was a good positive atmosphere going into it to then get... Oh, you son of a... I've just seen your battle group box. Yep, I did also buy this, yes. But I haven't had a chance to do anything with it because I may or may not flog it. I haven't decided. I brought it and I was like, okay, let's just grab it. It's okay. For, it's for Mark, Mark III. Um, where did you get it from? Element. But equally, I was like, oh, cool, Mark III are cool. I might do, I was thinking maybe even doing a, a uh, I don't know why, but take toying with the idea of maybe doing an ultramarines attachment what the hell am i hearing but honestly in, but in red as in like proper romans romans but they would require getting actual big shields and stuff and it's very exp- i was looking it up because the big like breacher shield people is like that's cool yeah 30 pounds for five shields mate it's impossible like, right that just doesn't make any sense mm. um so yeah and I've and you've got a, a leviathan so i might as well take a der- deradeo what's the other side of the coin so it goes but yeah I don't know I can't write this this, this shocked and appalled me I mean, completely <laughs> derailed our segment okay well if you're flogging it I'm just yeah I mean I might do I mean I didn't expect Legion Imperialis to be this year to be honest I was like it's got to be the other side of it so it might be a switch, switchy swapsy right okay sell that yeah I'd that. rather have that than Imperialis I would say okay. but okay alright fine See, we have a podcast together, ladies and gentlemen, but this is the first I'm hearing of this, so... You've got to have some reveals for the people at home. You've got to have some reveals. I mean, reveals, you, did, you yeah. didn't even know I had a knight the first time around. You've got to keep it a little... I'm an Alpha Legion player. What, 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 what are you saying? Subterfuge. Everywhere I go. Can't play a game with this man without being surprised. Exactly. exactly. Look what I have to deal with. I know. I mean, the, the, real, the real crazy thing is, is that box is just a shell. There's not actually anything in it. Yeah, oh yeah. It's just a sticker on the edge just of another sti- box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That'll get him. He said to himself as he printed reams and reams of it. Yeah. It's just full of fake money. <laughs> Monopoly money. Um Back to Rylax City. Yes. Let's get back on track. So we're in Rylax City. I was I had a good time. What do I remember? The strong points I remember are that Swiss system can be brutal because my first two games I was utterly steamrolled, but I am inexperienced. I am there for the narrative over the tournament element. But beautiful painted armies knew what they were doing. Me, not so much. But that was day one. Day two was it, the Swiss system had sorted itself out. 
um, played some brilliant opponents, had some brilliant games, and oh, and the quiz was great when we won the pub quiz. That was really nice. And yeah, yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. Um, uh, yeah, very, very similar feelings. We'll go through the details of it. I think it was run really well. Uh, yes, it, being fed three times was nice. Yeah, nice to have inclusive of the ticket price. Ticket price, I think all in all, it was yeah, it was a really it was a nice weekend. Um, yeah, it's taken me a whole week to recover. Like I haven't, I've slept very well the last week. We got back like every night. I was just done done by ten. Um, I think from a combination of us going drinking in and around, but not crazily, but just enough to be off back up at eight or nine and you know, you don't get that much sleep in a new place, do you? And then we mm. had that sweet alarm go off at like whatever time it went off in a oh in a, yeah. In a door we couldn't get to. Just to, just to torment us. Yeah. Outside um, the Airbnb, yeah, that was bizarre. So yes, it was it was a good good time all in all though. And uh yeah, I think as in always the case, um, made better by people, by the people you're with. For certain. So let's go a quick breakdown of how the how the games actually ran, or, and actually before we get to that point, what were sort of the main the main differences that made it the narrative? So there was a team captain. Yes, out of our teams of four, one was allocated as the captain, and they had their own little secret briefing, and then they had to pass that on to us, and then we went out to battle and then as teams we played on tables that were worth different amount of points so that when we won those points would be added to a pool and then they went towards claiming the area that the four tables made up and on top of that we got resources for um, uh, keeping certain objective points on top of the ones that were standard objective for missions yeah these like scrap heaps scrap heaps were for drinks tokens Oh, I see. Scrap heaps were specifically for drinks tokens, which was great. So the the terrain that comes from the kill team with the orcs, the little orc village, was used as, if you hold this at the end of the game, you control it, You that goes into a point, and you could win free drinks tokens. Oh, you can win them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like each one equals a free drinks token? I, well, not being the captain, I didn't know the incre- didn't intricacies, but yeah, basically if you had so many, you could get a drinks token. Nice. Which was... Which makes sense. Well, yeah, which was pretty cool, to be honest, to be playing games over a weekend and knowing that you could earn a beer. Yeah, and maybe even that's your own object, the only thing you want to do. Yeah. Uh, all the rest of the games don't mean anything, but I will get my goddamn scrap points because I'm going to get myself a pint. Yeah, um, exactly that. So yeah, that was very cool. Uh, so there's other point systems there. Uh, use that currency also to buy basically little stratagems, I guess you'd call them as yeah, the process. Yeah, there was, what did... Oh, I don't know, I didn't have one. There was eight, we didn't Oh, I end. did, I had a supply drop. So I had, by using some of these points, I had a supply drop, which meant you brought in a token, a little ammo box, then scattered it, and where it landed... Any unit that was next to it could re-roll failed to hit rolls, which was very cool. Um, I think it worked out that it landed next to my Leviathan and I was shooting at a squad and can re-roll my failed hits with its double storm cannons. So that was pretty cool. Nice. Um, There were other things like rad bombs and stuff like this wasn't there. There was stuff that made places difficult to rain. There's places, there's ones that basically turn your leader into a bomb. Yeah. So basically, you know, blows up like a dreadnought would. Uh, yeah. Um, 
I so had, I had one which was a void shield that basically gives you a five plus cover save, but for the whole nice. turn. Nice. Um, so yeah. So that that was really cool to have these little effects going on in the games. That definitely was a good bit of immersion there. And the terrain was really cool. There's some yes. big old bits of uh, like wall. Yes, um, that was my favourite zone that we played against. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Um, there was some slight confusion. I think certain people's games, like the, uh, they were told, "Oh, you you can't go over this wall. Like it's meant to represent a wall that's like stupidly high." Mm. Others were like, "Oh no, that's not how we've played it, etc., etc." Oh so yeah, I had a row of snipers set on top of mine. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. But uh, I managed to clear them off eventually. But yeah, so it's just different. It's just different. Again, depends have a conversation with your opponent um, as it goes. Between each each battle, though, we also had a briefing from our oh yes our the, warlord the Warhammer events member that was the yeah supreme commander. Is he the world breaker? World breaker, I want to say yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, he it was great. His speeches were rallied the troops. Oh, very much. He was bellowing across the hall. Drowned out those traitorous dogs. Yeah. Oh, sorry, the traitorous dogs who to me are. To you, maybe be a loyalist yeah. dog, but to me, loyalist lap dogs. Exactly. Um, and yeah, it was really cool. It's really fun. Really good to be sort of like in the swing of it. Yeah, yeah, really got you in the in the in the, in yeah. the moment. Um, and then we go into our games. Uh, the lists we brought. Any changes quickly, Chad? No, I didn't change my list. I kept it as it was. Although, I played a game, and would have liked to have made a few changes. I did make some changes. After playing you, mm. no. After playing our pre pre game oh, with yes. James at the local hobby place, where I said hi, I'd, I'd love to try my knights. Never tried them before, and it's like, got sure. blown off the table. Turn and then one, literally, yeah. yeah, annihilated turn one. So I was like, okay, uh, didn't still don't know how to play with knights, but um, yeah. So originally, I said I was going to go with is it Dolores? I think it's it is. There's the one. The for city yeah, defense. city fight, f- fighting, um, which actually would have been more in keeping. But after playing that, I was like, okay, I need to adjust where I where I think I am. So I switched up a little bit. And it's also because of that city fighting, I need to free up some points to put men in rhinos. Purely because I couldn't fit everything on the damn... It was just very... In, deployment zone, in my yeah. deployment zone. And I just didn't want to put faff around with it. So to try and create the space for rhinos, I had to sort of change some points around. So I got rid of of that. Oh, it's implacable, I think it is. Got rid of implacable, changed it so that my center shell was my lancer, which is plus one weapon skill, plus one ballistic skill, and you can uh, react. And then I changed my uh, Questorus, who was mainly template focused, into having the one which basically gives you an extra scatter dice on your template and plus one ballistic skill. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what, what it turned out when we got there, though that actually the one I was looking at from a narrative perspective, the implacable, is considered to be the one you ha- you should take. Ah. It's very expensive, but it's the one you should absolutely take because it only enables you to take one whole point of damage regardless. Ah. So, and you can take it on multiple nights if you wanted to. Mm. Um, and as we'll see as we go through, turns out that things which can shoot at you uh, really, really proper anti-tank weapons are very good at getting pens, multiple pens, very quickly. Ah, so yes, nice cannons. 
Uh, I didn't actually face that many less cannons. Some less cannons. The neutron laser, the big old thing from the. Oh yeah, the Sakara Infinita. Yeah, that was nasty, and the load of melee, um, also not so great. But anyway, I'll be, I, I get ahead of myself. Let's go for a quick game order then, Ched. Okay. Game one. Game one was against a, another Salamander player, um, but a tank army, which was, yeah, difficult. I was ground underneath the tracks of the tanks as they, yeah, had lots of Volkite, so good anti-infantry, and I just didn't have enough anti-armour. I had one five-man last cannon squad that went very quickly in that game, and I couldn't really use my um, my troops in a way that would be effective against them. So, yeah, it was difficult. Nice. So the, your, I guess it will be your first ever, what is it called, um... Armored spearhead. Mm, yeah. Fight. Yeah. I've never, I've never fought against it yet either. No. Oh yeah, you'd find it difficult as well because that's a lot of tank weapons against you. Yeah. Um, I fought against a mechanicum, and it was really nice to see the mechanicum play oh, yeah, how yeah. they fight. Also got absolutely annihilated. Mm. Couldn't. I think I, lo- I think I killed two models. Oh wow. Actually, two models. Never didn't wipe a single squad. Oh wow. Um, they just. Oh yeah, I didn't score any points. I didn't score any points either. They just soaked up everything and then just took apart, took out my Questorus within like turn one. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, and, and my Lancer managed to charge into the center of one of them, take up two guys maybe, and then it explode. Um, and then that was it pretty much. Now I've just ripped apart. It was, well, oh, before we go on, what was your mission? It was the one with two objectives. Um yeah in in the deployment zones okay um that's one thing with this is you got to choose your mission so for the, for the game for the for the weekend you got to choose your mission and have a roll off with your opponent um and whoever won the roll off gets to play their mission which mm. was quite a cool yes strategy rather than just constantly being on the d6 yeah get to have an idea but each one of our team members can only choose one mission type so you all have yes. to have a conversation before the game began see your terrain See where you're going to place yourself, and also see where you're going to place yourself for the points. Again, so having that little strategy, which is nice. Mm. Um, I played the one which I think is, yeah, probably the, my least enjoyable one is the one where the objective moves, uh-huh. and it uh, swung badly towards them. So basically, it just created a, a fire line, and one of the reasons why I couldn't do anything because they were just all basically clumped together, mm. firing at me every time I got anywhere close to it. Yeah. So. That was the one we had at the end of our doubles tournament, wasn't it? But it went our way. Yes, exactly. So. And yeah, we very swiggy that one. That yeah, one. very much so. Cool. Um, yeah, beautifully painted. Really good to see. And the Mechanicum. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Too. Toughness 5 is a bitch. Mm. Um, and everything. Yeah. So. Like Custodes, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And then game two. Game two was Talon, speaking of Custodes. So it was about 1,000 points of Custodes and then 2,000 points of Sisters. Um, I got off my mission, which was the one in the centre. So I was charging in and fighting the Custodes, but it was quite tight, so it was tricky to get stuff in there. Um, I think it was mostly contested, so scoring was very difficult. And then the Sisters come in and... um, yeah was very tricky because they are a bit it's odd because they're very good at fighting for some reason um 
Is in melee fighting. Yeah, because I think they get initiative five somehow. Or yeah, I can't quite remember their deal, but they were very good at fighting, and that seemed a bit odd to me. But there you go. Um, Against normal tacticals. Or yeah, like... yeah, yeah. They just seem to have. But I was fighting a dreadnought, and I did get some stuff. I did manage to fight back. There was two of the gorgeous, the very Dune esque grav crawlers that look so cool. Um, one of my favourite models in the entire range, I think, not just for sisters, but very cool. Um, but yeah, it was it was tricky, and like the bikes, this was when I was starting to realise my jet bikes were just not. Um, they just went in the first turn, really. They didn't have a chance to do anything. Glass cannons, or yeah, very much so. Like, okay. I think the first time using them against you was a great example. I don't think it's been that good ever since. <laughs> Overconfidence in your yeah, exactly. Because the... um, they're not toughness five or anything. They've just got two wounds. So got you. And if there's only three of them, that's a six wound unit, really, which isn't that difficult to get through. So are they quite costly? Not massively costly, but it's just... I spe- well, because I put plasma cannons on mine. I didn't get to shoot them in that game, but they're, if you're scattering and it doesn't work, and if they get hot, then it's kind of your shooting is very quickly hampered. Yeah. So I think it's either you put more points into them and go multi-melter, but then that's a very much... If you don't have first turn, you need them hidden otherwise. Yeah. They're just getting shot off very quickly. Or you give them the Volkite, I think. Um, Which is free, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think it's free, but it's more accurate in that you will hit. You can do a lot of damage to an infantry squad, but less damage against anything armoured. Yeah. Because it's only... Well, it's strength five, but that's not getting a lot of... No, it's not. No. That's not penetrating anything, really. Well, no, I mean, a rhino's 11 on the front arm, isn't mm, it? So. Exactly, so, yeah. Nice. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Um, my second game was against Ultramarines. Um, oh, yeah, familiar territory. Familiar territory, yeah. Uh, very well played. Uh, it was against... It was the one where you you have to destroy different objectives, so you, you remove them for taking them. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's actually one of the ones that I wanted, because I really like that game mode. Uh, and yeah short story long long story short I, yeah I, I, I lost uh, managed to score some points though which was nice um, but yes didn't didn't get much further than that I had Gilliman on the field and he is a beast especially when you um, they they put a herald with him so basically he was lying so he was oh. taking taking stuff uh, and also the like minus again plus again basically just means they just get a load of buffs all the way through the you, I mean you have to sort of the, the Gemini's facing really nice guy he was like basically had like a pad that he was having to remember okay I've done this one now so I can't do that till next turn I'm going to use that now it was very like wow if you know you need that for a game then yeah it was very much sort of like the logistics spreadsheet heavy which kind of makes sense <laughs> I guess yeah, yeah. that's very ultramarine um, but yeah it was it was my Questor, yeah, just didn't, couldn't do a lot. Had my Lancer kill a Caesarin, which is the really nasty guys. I picked those two, those two squads off just because they're um, really not fun to be around. Mm. But it was just the speed at which he was able to tra- travel stuff down and get stuff down and then just unload on stuff. 
Found out that the plasmas are really good mm. for ultramarines. And actually, the, the game previous, we before the event, we played um, that plasma support team. Because their ballistic skill, if you do it right, they're, they're, they're hitting on twos. Oh, right. So, you know, they're, they're doing some absolute damage mm. and, like, you know, the re-rolls and stuff. And it becomes, uh, yeah, really do some do some damage, even against armor. Right. Once they get going, if they get the, oh, what is it? Is it breaching? Or is yeah, it? breaching 5+, plus, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so not so much against knights, but like in terms of actual normal guys. Um, yeah, but it was it was a good game. Um, got some nice pictures over this sort of terrain, uh, sort of destroyed lab block. But yeah, it's not nice. Game three. Go for a new day. Well, let's talk about the pub quiz. Okay, you want to pub quiz now? Yeah, sure. Um, we Saturday night was pub quiz, um, heresy themed, and as a group of eight. Yep. With, you know, everyone we knew in the two two teams. Yeah. Legal, by the way, we did ask. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was all above board. But, um, no, it was really fun. We had two picture rounds. Yeah, it was cool. Um, some really good questions. Oh, I think the most, um, you heard it here first, confirmed. Before you say it, though, we, you put a spoiler. We'll have to put a spoiler one in here. If okay. you let me know what it is, because that's one of the biggest spoilers from a certain book. Okay. So. What um, book? You have to say the book. Uh, it's from the um, uh, the Primark series novel of novels for, and it's the Alpha Legion. So it's Alpha, the Alpharius book. Alpharius book. Right. So spoiler alert for the Alpharius book. Alpharius is the first fan Primark. Yes. As confirmed in a pub quiz question at Warhammer World. Warhammer World. Yes. Um, the question was, which was the first fan Primark? A lot of people put Horus, but as I, you had read the book... I knew, and actually, to be fair, a few other people knew yeah, as well. So, and that's why I said, please put it in brackets. Yeah. At least, at the very least, depending, depending on whose perspective you're, you're suggesting. Very much so. So that was the answer, and yeah, there you go, confirmed. Confirmed by Warhammer staff yeah. in a Warhammer quiz. Yeah. Alpharius. There you go. Um, you heard it here first, maybe. So, yes. Uh it was really good fun, yeah. And we won, which was nice. So mm. we used to like, cash that in on a nice coffee in the next day. Yeah, got a free drinks token for that, which was good. Only won by one point as well. Oh, yeah, that was the best thing. And they did a whole thing at the end, which was really nice, which was kind of cool, where you all got up. Basically, the, the last round of questions was, was bonkers. Yes. Because it was like... Oh, it was a guess, and it had to yeah. be the closest guess. And one we missed. Because if you go over, you get nothing. But you're trying to guess the amount. And we tried to guess how many units were in the Liber Astartes books. Yeah. Um, and it was something like... Unique unit profiles. So yeah. basically like data sheets, essentially. Yeah. And it was 160? And we guessed 161? Yeah, I think so. Um, and we didn't get any points for that. But other ones we were close to. Um, and yes, the, the final... Uh, winner to be crowned every team stood up and it was how many points did you get ascending and then yeah we were one of the last two teams to be standing yeah so that was nice that was a good little especially after the first day where we basically all had our asses handed to us i think very both, much both so. our teams just have been yeah, yeah packing essentially um yes so mm. that was a nice nice pick me up uh, very much so and yeah good fun good fun and then we went out on the town for a little bit yeah um, and then started Sunday. Game three. Game three. Um, my favourite game. I think it was our, our 
our team's favourite other team to play. Yep. Because you could vote for favourite team or yeah. Yep. And that team actually won. Yeah, and they they came away with that trophy. Uh, the best team. Yeah. Oh, you know, best players. Most, yeah, sportsman wasn't it? Yeah. Most sporting award, uh, which was well deserved. It was uh, my game against Craig was was very good. He had uh, Death Guard, loyalist Death Guard, because um, he was a last minute addition to their team. So I had to make some changes from his normal list, but yeah, came in and yeah, we just had a good laugh. Um, we played it with the wall terrain, with the giant wall that was uh, very much blocking. And I got my mission of the all in the center and it was so close. It was such a close game. It was very like, oh, oh, oh. Um, every turn was something interesting would happen. And yeah, it was really thematic going into the breach. And yeah, securing that objective. And my fire drakes really shone in that mission. And it was, yeah, he was throwing stuff against them and they were surviving and surviving wave after wave and then having things at the back to fire over. Um, yeah, it's a really cool game. It went really well and I just clinched a victory. Wow. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. So um, I think it, the table was only worth 10 points in the end, but. Uh, Ten points is it? Oh, yeah, Ten it points, still, mate. It was very thematic. It was great. I played on the table next to yours. Yes. Um, and I played night. Yes. And it was nights on nights. And uh, before before the event, or before the event, our our uh, war, our warlord uh, basically said, "Can you not have your armies on the table so people don't aren't choosing blah 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 blah." You know your your army based on your army because yes. it can create its own unfair pairing even within that because you can basically you know if you wanted to cheat not cheat it but really go for it you could say well I know I've got I'm all lasers mm. maybe so I'm going to go against the tank army for example um, but we we a problem is with knights and like you know the the gentleman you know people with like really big models where where, where are we hiding these yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah, like yeah. everyone's got them and we both looked at each other <laughs> and we were like you got knights yeah I got knights. Well, we, that's it then, isn't it? Really. Mm. Uh, so, had a really great game against Ben. Really good fun. Um, he had uh, a oh god, what is it called? He he didn't have a lancer, but what he did have is a Questorus, a um, Castigator, and a not Astropos. It's the flame one. It's going to really annoy me. I went to the wrong way around. Basically, he had the bolter and bolter and sword, the chain fist and and flamer, and a questorus. Right. And um, he also hadn't chosen the um, it's indomitable either. So his his stuff also didn't have the multiple uh, wound issues. But it was basically I got first turn and I just charged uh, my lancer right at them. He didn't make the charge. Oh. So he was stuck in the open, but instead of shooting, as as honourable uh, members of my households, uh, he charged into me instead. His Questorus was an Ulan, which meant that he could um, outflank. Ah. So I had a whole night that was about to outflank on, on the other side. So I knew I had to deal with that at some point. But uh, yeah, it was just really great. It was all in the centre. I mean, I can't even remember what the mission was. I think it was just four objectives. This bog standard, like six objective markers or four objective markers, and you just hold them. So mm. nothing, nothing fancy. Um, and yeah, just a really close game. Just a big old fight in the middle. My Questorus just lasted and lasted. Took out 
not Crystal Rose Melancer, took out his main Seneschal, so his, the Castigator, the Bolter and Sword. He was just left with the Flamer and the, the Fist. My, my Questorus charged him, didn't make it. Uh, he eventually did make it. I think he blew up at some point, but the Lancer stayed. Then he took out my Lancer when it charged in. Um, yeah, so then they were both gone. My Dreadnought at that point had moved up. So my Dreadnought is actually what finished off another, uh -huh. another knight. Um, but yeah, again, really close game, really great opponent, really lovely to see what knights can do and actually have someone school me in the nicest possible way and like how, how they should work, mm. where, there's, where there's pros, where there's negatives. Um, yeah, and we had like these big things in the way to create site blocking terrain to the kind of like, these like, alleyways you had to get down to see see people. Um, I got lucky because his Questorus didn't turn up until the last turn. Ah. So he failed his, his, uh, his checks every time. And it was a one one final mad dash for my um, my armager to make it to an objective, to then basically hold it off. So it would have been a draw in terms of points, but he had he then went around shooting everything he could to try and get his uh, get more units on the on the field than me, and he did it by just finishing off my headhunter squad. Ah. and if he hadn't then it would have been a draw but a really great game and I couldn't have uh, had a better really did your fun. headhunters do what they did last tournament not once ah. because um, the fact they were a complete waste of points oh really uh, yes because Mechanicum yeah. number one you can't target them because they're full of robots oh so the HQ in the Mechanicum this particular Mechanicum force yeah you you can't target anyone they, they get pinged on the robots Oh. and they never were near them anyway because they were the other side of the table right uh, other two were Ultramans. Primarchs yeah right and then the last one was oh, my middle one was Knights uh. and the Primarchs they don't stay at the back like most HQ units do or for a little while or whatever else they're obviously in the business so mm. so I can't catch them okay because they're already in the centre of the they're table in the centre so yeah the infiltrate doesn't really doesn't okay. really have a chance to do well, unless you're well you've got melters so you could probably take out a tank yeah so I tried doing that in one of them uh, in the Ultramoons game yeah uh, I tried to bring them on and have a pop at the tank um, but they just didn't they didn't get enough oh, damage in it and then they just got swooped by all the other Ultramarines that were over there so that's wildly different from the other tournament wildly different yeah um, because I don't think there was enough to distract them where they were coming, where they were going to be. Mm. And even if even if there was there of a Primarch, depending on the on the unit, the retinue they're with, a lot of them have that. Not a lot of them, a few of them have the whole like they can ping them off the different people. Right. And if not, then you're still firing five shots into a Primarch, and they've got X number of wounds. So you wouldn't yeah. be very difficult. You'd have to have already ping the few off before you got there. Right. Um, well, I mean, well, yeah, it's, it's potential. It's potential, or you could take out another character, for example. Yeah, I think I, I support characters and the like yeah. where they get bonuses. Yeah, what was the Ultramarines always have a not cognitive signal, Master of Signals, Master of Signals. Yes, they do a lot. Yeah, but I actually forgot where he was. Oh, um, in the Sea of Blue, because the Ultramarines army was was had one tank. Everything else was infantry. Ah, so it was yeah. Um, I forgot about that. Was I would have come in and. Mm. taking them out which probably would have been a smart choice yeah so game four game four go for it Jen. I turned up and had a big gulp because there was a war hound on the table and I was like oh goodness what on earth do I do about this 
but um, it was supporting an army of blood angels and another great game really fun um, again I had my mission of the one uh, one objective in the center um, but he had a he had a campaign stratagem that was to move the objective um, I think it was only six inches but he moved it six inches back towards him so it made me go further but again got the fire drakes on there and they just survived wave after the wave of stuff coming at them um, and of course blood angels very fighty get that bonus when they charge there's a lot going on there a lot of shooting back and forth um, we both had jet bikes and we were both saying how much their glass hammers mine didn't last as long I had to sort of leave his alone because he had a warhound um, I managed to take a few wounds off of it because um, it's got two void shields so I took them out eventually had a last cannon squad they didn't get wiped out completely because with a void shield they've got to be over strength 10 haven't they yeah they're, they're weaker strength but they're you know they're stopping you from getting to the armour um, I managed to tank a load of stuff on my sergeant with the artificer armour some saves from the Vulcan Megan Bolter and that got them through a round of shooting for a turn so that was really handy um, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was overall the Warhounds like you can damage it if you've got a lot of anti-tank you'll get there for and what, sure and what uh, what was it equipped with you said Vulcan Mega Bolter and a laser destroyer so that was a big blast template and he took out my Spartan didn't blow it up it got wrecked so I turned it upside down on the table which was quite funny but then that blocked a whole kind of route for my men which helped him because then my fire drakes were completely isolated really um so again with that though i've had multiple different opinions on what you do when that tank is gone if it's wrecked i'll just turn it upside down yeah, some people have smoke markers but what i mean by that is what it becomes then oh it's like it's a bit big bulk of terrain just just terrain so your men could just walk straight over it i mean i guess in theory they could walk over it I mean, that's what I mean. There's no definition. Different people are doing... Yeah. Like well, some people walk through walls, as I found out, because oh, I yeah. discussed it with this Graham, uh, with his Blood Angels, and we both agreed that that's silly. Why would you walk through a wall just because it's terrain? Like, yeah, okay, you could blow it up or not, but, you know, have an attack roll against it or something. If it's yeah. a wall, it's a wall. You know, that's what the terrain is meant to... For me, I mean, it just seems like, you know... Yeah, I mean, I guess... That's uh, in the spirit what, of what the terrain piece is right yeah I'd, I'd agree I mean what kind of wall we're we talking like a solid wall we're talking yeah wall solid windows. walls yeah well windows sometimes but if it's windows you maybe could argue again you have to define what it is like you're yeah. going to hop over the windows yeah, yeah, yeah you know like you would do you know World War 2 film or something like that but if it's a solid chunk of wall then yeah I mean it's mm. it's a joke I yeah. mean, you might be able to drive a tank for it maybe yeah like, yeah for sure but a normal man but you're taking walk. a test at that point yeah exactly um but yeah, I charged his Warhound near the end with my Dreadnought, which was really funny. Um, he did move back away as I was trying to chase him down. Because I failed one charge by an inch oh. um, earlier on. And they fought at the end of the game. And he got stomped on. But he didn't like... The Dreadnought stood up. I think he lost a few wounds. But it wasn't an outright squish as I thought it could have been. Um, what else? There was his command squad that was really lethal. And there was a Leviathan on the other side as well. And I think he had some snipers, which I fought with with my Leviathan. 
but yeah, there was a lot of a lot of dreadnoughts and uh, close combat specialists in the middle, and the um, yeah the fartreks held them off to the end. Wow, well yeah. done. Yeah, it was good. And what was the score at the end? Well, not score. Who I won? think he just clinched it by a few points, if I remember gotcha. rightly. But yeah, no, it was good. It was a good fun game. Uh, definitely playing some new units that don't normally get to play so that's cool yeah that's yeah it's really nice to see. and good opponent as well I mean yeah I mean, he got the fire wild he had, he had a diet pepsi for me so I had a good time that's nice nice um, my game four was also against uh, Blood Angels I don't know if everyone on the table was using them not too sure on their team um, all very very fighty Sanguinius was included uh, yeah just I had a big old wall that took up two thirds of the table mm. same one you fought on with oh you. yeah 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 great board um, and obviously he had jump packs so uh, his was he, they jumped over mm. to get to an objective this was a standard again I'm a standard objective one it was just three objectives this time so one in the middle one, one in the change, back and then it? one on the other end yeah um, and yeah it, it went okay. I got first turns so I was like okay let's go for it I took my Lance uh, sort of ran around the corner to do some damage against some Terminators. Um, he fought against Sanguinius, uh, but then he could just walk away uh, because he is a, a knight. So he was still a little bit alive. So I went around the corner of the wall at that point to try and stomp up some stuff before it came over. He took out one or two more Terminators that were there, but then got Rotor Cannon to throw his last wound off and blew up over oh. there. The Questorus on I think maybe turn two got hit by the neutron laser and then got haywired or not haywired. Exoshock. Exoshock, which meant it got rid of its ballistic skill. Oh. It basically turned it and I don't think you can fire your template weapons if you if you were a ballistic oh, skill one. So basically nullified its entire threat. Mm. I had to charge I used that to charge a Leviathan, um, because at that point I wasn't gonna do anything anyway and he was gonna get charged back. And then the Leviathan just crunched it. Ah. Um, so yes there goes the other night and then my armages were around just picking stuff off to trying to do what they could but uh, yeah Sanguinius his ability whenever there's a squad with him they have line through uh-huh. this certain right of war right and yeah it was just a lot of every time you yeah he's there he's just uh, destroying stuff with, he's got some really powerful stuff but it was, it was good to see Sanguinius in the, in the fight and mm. see him going around doing his bits and pieces then Billy is really cool um, and they can really lay in a hell of a lot of, of fight attacks when they when they get off that charge off so he also used his unique Blood Angels one where he can counter charge ah uh, yeah counter charge but can charge when I think you get shot at or something he can just automatically charge something that okay. kind of held up my held up a dreadnought um, so yeah it was it was good fun I was getting a bit tired I think by that point and uh, but it was it was a good fun game uh, to, to see what Blood Angels were doing mm. so yeah it was good but I yeah I got I think I scored like three points maybe but yeah it wasn't um, it was not a good show yeah but it was nice mm. and then we had the award ceremony yep we were voting via a website with a QR code for best painted that that was a vehicle category so there was Dreadnought Automata Tank mm-hmm. Lord of War yeah uh, stuff like that some beautifully painted 
vehicles and armies, um, stuff like this. So we all had that presentation, well-deserved winners amongst that. Yeah, definitely. And then it was time to decide the winning side after all the points were tallied up for who had control of Rylax City. Mm. And it went to the traitor side. It did. So we uh, we all got up and we've received a little trophy, which is really cool. That's my first trophy of anything like that. Yes. Um, for an event. So we all got to, yeah, you know, cool. traitors took over Rylax City. Yeah, it was very cool, considering how I didn't win a single game and contributed mm. zero to the campaign. So yeah. it's really nice to have a reward. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for everyone that carried us to <laughs> literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but that was really cool. It was a really good event. And yeah, it was nice to know that the people we voted for for most sporting team won Yeah. for that. Um, that was good to see. Um, and well-deserved as well. Though, yeah, very, very much fun. so. They're great, they're great chaps. And yeah, and then we headed home and we started listening to the End of the Death audiobook. We did, because it got released pretty much over that weekend, didn't mm. it? So, yes, we were just basically sat in silence for four hours. Yeah. <laughs> four hours. Well, we'd done a lot of shouting over tables in a busy hall, yeah. so my uh, throat was definitely uh, sore yeah. the next day. Yeah. Although we were time. basically at one point, we were like, oh, can we stop to go to the loo at one point? Yeah, it'd be great. I'll tell you what, the stretch from Nottingham to where we live, I might be the driest patch for uh, oh, service yeah. stations in the country I mean it's probably just because we got unlucky with every time we got onto one we, we changed to a different motorway and then mm. there's another 16 miles to go and then we changed again so say for a good two well yeah. maybe longer dying for a pee yeah good fun <laughs> yeah good fun uh, cool so Chet any uh, any changes you'd make to your lists what would I change there's a big question mark over jet bikes I love the models, mm-hmm. but they are glass hammers. Like that first game with you, they were pretty much the most successful I've seen them. Um, all plasma cannons hitting on target, bringing that 10-man squad down to two men, then charging them. But then ultimately they all whiffed that charge fight yep. and you swept them. So they can potentially do a lot of damage. I think I may change them to Volkites if I were to use them again. I'm not completely put off of them, but having first turn seems to be quite important with them. Yep. Um, so, yeah, they're a bit of a question mark, to be honest. What else? I would definitely consider adding a Herald to the Fire Drakes to make them line because they were so good at just holding that objective. Yep. Um, and if they were line, then I could have potentially scored. Obviously, there would have been some contesting stuff. But if ever there was any break in that, then they would have got a point at the end of their turn. So that's something I'd consider doing. Um, but yeah, my Spartan bomb worked pretty well, I think. Um, anything else? Last cannons, I think a 10-man squad over a 5-man squad. Although playing around briefly with a list, I think I was only a- able to add a few more, like a seven-man squad, not a full, not a full ten. Which... Well, I guess if you're going to double down on increasing, you know, your Spartan bomb, right? I guess. Yeah. So yeah, if that were to increase, um, because I did have a Primus Medicae in that squad, which was very helpful on several occasions. I have to say, I saw so many puff carries. Yes. The things. Yeah, it was almost uh, an auto take, really. Yeah. yeah. In a lot of squads, but it, having that feel no pain um, is definitely a big win. 
So that's that's interesting to learn. What else? Leviathan. I don't know how I feel about my, my Leviathan because he's slow, but he's a great weapons platform. The thing is, if he is charged, he's not that good in combat. Yeah. So it's do I sacrifice a storm cannon and take a close combat weapon on the off chance? But he's very good anti-infantry and anti-light vehicle because he's got Sunder um, I, on those. I would say yes, only from my experience of how easy he can crumple knights. Mm. I mean, like, yeah. Because Hammer of Wrath 3. So if they're charging, that's, uh, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't even think he, I think he even forgot about that. It was just that Siege Claw, whatever it is, just basically mm. at the weapon skill he hits at, at the strength that they give him. It, and also make them makes it an anti armor yeah ish you know if you can get close enough yeah uh, but equally your storm cannons double storm cannons do do work they what do they they come in the box with a weapon don't they a close yeah. combat weapon so I'll make that up and um, magnetize just... it and yeah all the arms are magnetized so I just need to swap it out that way so maybe I'll I'll give it a go in a few games I'd like to try that yeah otherwise. That's pretty much it. Tactical squads in rhinos. I think I think it's good. I find that you, if they're in the rhinos, you've just got to move them the full fourteen. Just get them up because they move quicker than they'd move outside of it. Um, yeah, they often go pop. Yeah, they might get blown up, but having that apothecary with the with them is a good safeguard for that. Uh, which is why I had the Primus Medicaid with the fire drakes because I thought, well, if the Spartan gets popped early and they've got to slog it across the table, they've got some help there. Um, so, yeah, I definitely don't regret that. But I might have to... If I, I'd looked at options where if I had a Herald or something else in there, then I wouldn't be able to take a Primus Medicaid. I'd have to take a normal apothecary with them. Right, right, right. Um, so stuff like that. And it's all this sort of things with options and basically what characters I can give the Salamander's shield um, which improves you, their invul it would have to be a Primus Medicare though you can't put them with Terminators you can't put an Apothecary in Terminator armor you have to have a uh, Primus you Medicare. can't put them in Terminator armor but can you? Can they join nope. a squad no they cannot okay yeah that, I think that's the reason yeah there's a, there's a special reason that seems why can, yeah, yeah why you can't do that I'm pretty sure, because otherwise you'd have everyone every time. That's true, with because they're a lot cheaper. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. <clears throat> but yes, so that was my. That's what I changed. What about yourself? Um. Yeah, I don't actually know. It's it's tricky. I would probably reduce some of the like the headhunters didn't do anything. It's different to see something like a three thousand point game. Yeah. Um, and I think having an allied detachment of something, although it's cool for flavour, can sometimes negate your ability because you're hampering how hard you can go in a direction that you probably should go in. So you'd want more knights then? You'd want to do an all night? Or, you know, more Alpha Legion or something like that, you know, um, depending. Uh, knights just aren't great. Right. <laughs> They're just not. They They will... They pop very quickly, right? Like super quickly, and their fear factor is such a point where I think you almost need three. You three of the big ones. You can, yeah, you can't have one. Right. One one is a it's too much of a target. It's just dead before yeah. he does anything, and you need that first turn 
to help. I only got first turn twice, which is 50%, but mm. didn't couldn't do anything, couldn't capitalize on it because half the time, once you get that, then the second person just deploys all their stuff as far away as they possibly can from your mm. lancer, for example. Um, the Questorus is okay. I do, like its best weapon is a template weapon, but that's a negative in its own way. Because of scattering. Because of scattering. I yeah, I'd be intrigued to try it with the with them with the uh, the one that everyone says you should go for, but it's eighty points. Oh, the indomitable. Indomitable. No. Yeah, I think it's something like that. I can't remember it's off my head, but yes, the one that makes it so you only get one wound a piece. Uh, just to keep them alive. For reducing um, coming damage. Yeah, reducing coming damage. So yeah, they just don't um, they don't survive enough. Like the Lance is a, is, a, is a really cool model, and uh, I love to paint it. I finish painting them up. Yeah. And get them going. Um, and he's definitely survivable when he's in melee because he gets a five plus invun all the time, like a, okay. like a, like a dreadnought does. Right. Um, but normal knights don't in melee. Oh, okay. Um, but they get a four plus against shooting. Okay, so that's pretty good. Yeah, so that's kind of plus and plus. Mm. Uh, the armages are pretty cool. They can be pretty uh, survivable. Um, they, yeah, it's just whether you go for more melee or more shooty. It depends. Uh, I think I just need to be, get better on like, my reactions and when to shoot. Sometimes it's better not to shoot than it is to shoot, if that makes any sense. Like sometimes it's just to be reserved and yeah, getting a mix of things. I think the number one thing is not even so much changing my list. It's probably actually... I'll say if there's a negative from my experience there, and in some ways, and it's not on my opponents, it's on me, is the, like what you were saying at the, at the front, is um, I felt very much a lot of time games were being played at me, mm. not with, always involved yeah. with me, because it was, this happens, this happens, this happens, this happens, this happens. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. What happens to you? Well, this happens. Okay. Yeah, and uh, you're like just yeah sure because I mean you you wouldn't know no. how would you know every army's rules you wouldn't no um, but at the same time it's a bit like can you do that I don't know but mm. you just seem to be doing a lot of stuff at me rather than me being able to say how would I even counter that or yeah what am I meant to do like do I have things that I could do in response that kind of stuff and then equally when you're playing because uh, there's a time limit. You're like, okay, what would you do now? And I'll, I'll let me just check my thing. What is this? What is this? And that just comes down from experience, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and uh, get into it. So, um, yeah, I felt like by the end of it, especially with a lot of when you when you combine for the first time seeing at three thousand points all the different special units mm. on top of even more special like HQ units like Primarchs mm. on top of uh, Rights of War. Yes. It starts to become like, a lot of, like here's this list effects. of everything I get as the bonuses, and then you look back at your your own stuff. Because did you take a right of war? No, I didn't take a right of war. I can't no. as, a, as a night household player. Um, yeah, so it's that kind of that level of stuff. I think yeah. I mean, the salamander only ones is one you have to sort of lean into. Yeah, and it's definitely more of a fluffy right which is of cool, war. Which is great, which is um, really what we, you know. And yeah, it, that's and cool. I w- will be doing that at some point for certain, but. Um, I think some right wars are made better by certain units and certain yeah. Primarchs, perhaps. So well, I mean, certain ones you have to take those units as well. Mm. So you know, you're kind of you're limited, even if you didn't want to. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. or vice versa. But yeah, overall, great. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, there's ones coming up early next year, I think, so we'll have to keep our eyes out on yeah, that. Yeah, definitely keep an eye out. Um, I would say, overall, I had a really, really great time. I think it was a really cool, uh, like, really nice for the team format. First team event we've done, like, mm. actually as a team. I think that's actually a nice, uh, it's sort of like probably a little, it's like the, the tier lower than doing uh, doubles. Yeah. But nice enough that you, you know, we all regroup, we're all talking. We're all, and what was really nice, actually, and I didn't realise this, but you play across from each other on the same side. Yes, yeah. Which was really, really nice. I was expecting it to be like, mm. you're basically, just basically a standard Yeah, tournament. we were all over the place. Yeah. Uh, but it was the Swiss system based on the teams. So it was, as a team, we would move around and yeah, stuff like this. which was really cool. Um, yeah, no, I did enjoy that because we'd look over at each other at certain points during games and be like, oh, how's it going? And I'd see if your knight was on the table or off the table. Still alive or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, and stuff like that. So that was cool. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that was a really cool way of doing it, and you know, the the staff made you really welcome, and it was really, you know, uh, with the themes and the, the pre-match briefings and stuff. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. Currently, the system was interesting and not too overpowering. I was wondering if there's going to be some weird, like, oh, this table now does this, and in between each round, they had like people come over from the staff to our team captains, like do roll-offs and like mm. do cards, like, oh, if you go, like, here are two cards, roll a dice. If it's higher or lower than the card that's revealed, then you get like a bonus and stuff like that, like to your to your currency, or you get a drinks token or something. So that yeah, was nice. That was a good touch. Just to sort of keep keep things flowing. Hmm. It was cool. Um, would you would you change anything about the event? No named characters. I would ask the same thing because it was a narrative event and it's kind of adjacent to the story of the Horus Heresy. I think. Yeah, I think that would just be a bit nicer yeah nice. i mean i would say every primark was on this world yeah yeah in a way and it's like well that's not quite you know which is it, it's an immersion thing right isn't it it's yeah it's, absolutely i think it just comes down to an immersion thing and because we're more into the narrative yeah. side of things i think you can you can have a good flavor of your army without needing a primark or even if it was to say you know, someone made a good point, like, GW are never going to tell people they can't bring mm. their models. Yeah. Well, actually saying that, they, they D- did specifically... Doubles, yeah, the doubles tournament, there was no knights, right? They said, and no Primarchs. Yeah. Uh, but again, that's because it's basically two 300-point armies combined. Yes. So you, they wouldn't be like... I oh, mean, yeah, I could bring a knight... I could have brought a knight household, because you can legally, but it would be a bit of a... What the hell, you yeah. know? Um. Uh, but yes, yeah, so even if it was a, a team, you know, and like one, the team captain got to bring a Primark. Yeah. For example, uh, or, you know, of and you got to choose, well, who who needs to bring the Primark here? So who mm. should be the the person if they wanted to, or like who's going to bring this lead character or special character or whatever else? And the whole, it's like, like the yeah. team's team is fighting each other and everyone else is just fighting. Mm. Um, you know, so in this zone, you know that Ran and Lucius are here. Yeah. Like in this in this zone at this one moment, rather than it being like um next door in that field is uh mm. is Gilliman and then we've got you know Mortarians sat in this trench next door waving at him and etc. etc. Um but yeah, I think that's definitely a point. I would also say um it was interesting because I felt some of the it's difficult, as you said, because it's a narrative point of view and this is a narrative... Mm. It is geared as a narrative game. Yeah. But looking at the some of the lists we've played, 
And that also down to our own experience, a poor experience, absolutely. And that is a big factor. Uh, I felt uh, some of the lists we were playing were match play lists. Mm. They just happened to be yeah. at a narrative game. But then if that's what you've collected and you've bought and you've bought the ticket, I guess that's what you're going to play. But absolutely. Uh, you can't really, despite having to hand your lists in, there's not going to be a lot of stringent lists you know, I don't think GW are going to turn away a list. Oh, you know, I I, don't, I think they even explicitly said the list we're sending in is just to double check on the narrative stuff, which is really cool that they even did that mm. because then that gives a flavour of it. But then equally, if someone's going to at the yeah. same time be doing, there that, were tournament players and there were narrative players. Yes, yes, and it so. was a narrative tournament, so I think it was you were going to get a mixture. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, but and also, like, how many events are there at Warhammer World that are heresy? Mm like three a year yeah so I mean if like you're going to play like you want to play Horus Heresy you want to play a Warhammer World yeah you know the main the HQ like you're just going to sign yourself up right yeah yeah Um, but that's that's the great thing about I think that's the benefit of the Swiss system is that even though you may have to play a game that's okay it's never going to go your way but eventually like on the Sunday our two games were very evenly matched and very much like-minded opponents and we had a great day yeah no exactly Exactly, and you said you just need that initial reset. Yeah. Um, I guess that's just a tricky thing. I think all games so to consider if we wanted to create our own events, it's mm. like trying to be as clear as possible. Yeah, how how we want things to be. Yeah, um, you know, and obviously, as you said on our drive down, uh, drive back, it'd be cool to do some non-official mm. uh, events as well events. as a comparison. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just just to see the taste, because in some ways you do have more freedom to. Yeah. I mean, we went to the Maximal Fire one and um, for AT, and they limited already had limited things on what you could take. Like yeah. It was you couldn't take. There were certain things about the custom legios, wasn't there? Yeah, custom legios had limitations. The murder turtles had a certain thing, so that's yeah. the Astropos Knight. Again, it was almost like a a sort of tournament imposed FAQ. Yeah. Kind of umbrella over the things because of you know community experience with stuff like that yeah whereas i don't think gw would do that themselves no they would adhere to you know if rules disputes they would probably use their updated faqs for sure but um things like no named characters in a full army list they're probably not going to impose that sort of thing so it would be interesting to go to one where that sort of stuff is imposed and where things like what is it the the culverin squads and stuff like this but then, as we've discovered with the, you know, the Liber Panoptica and stuff like that, the rules, where there has been sort of a, a community vetted FAQ, um, it will be interesting to see a tournament that has that rules. Yeah. Um, and playing with that and see how that kind of works. Yeah, it'd be cool to see sort of the flip side of what the community mm. thinks, or at least our community within the community that was yeah yeah like, yeah certain know. sector of people and their faqs and how that affects games and you know yeah yeah definitely um cool well i think we've rambled on for long enough but just to say we had a really lovely time just to close it off thank you to um our the, uh, good group of guys and gals who, who helped us uh go up there and um welcomed us into yep. their into their gaming groups thank you rupert james james Raf and Cat and Jacob who was and our, Jacob. Uh, uh, big props to Team Captain Jacob. Yes, absolutely, because 
I was struggling enough just existing and playing a game, let alone having another layer, another tier. So yes. thank you, Jakob. Yeah, he did well to be playing games and then worrying about, uh, yeah, sorting us. Us idiots. Yeah, us knuckleheads out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really, really good time. Thanks to the events team. And uh, yeah, I, I would strongly recommend anyone um, who's who has thought about going and giving it a go. Uh, everyone's very friendly um, yeah. and more than welcome to help you out with some rules and stuff. So absolutely. Maybe see you in the future. Now, won't you please, please take me home?